From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. In mid-December of 2021, President Biden signed an executive order with ambitious goals to place people at the center of everything government does. The order outlines 36 customer experience improvement commitments across 17 federal agencies. Commitments in the federal health care service area include improving access to veteran and retiree health benefit information and health care information outline. We're focused on a discussion today about some considerations for delivering more timely, modern, and secure health information. Two of the 17 federal agencies called out at high-impact service providers for the executive order are partners with FedHealth IT. These include the Department of Health and Human Services, as well as the Department of Veterans Affairs. We are being joined today by Suzanne Boyd, the founder and CEO of Anthrotech Consulting, a human-centered design agency that works for social impact to discuss transforming federal customer experience and service delivery to rebuild trust in government. Thank you for joining me today, Suzanne. Let's dive right into what are some of the benefits of the executive order? That's a great question. I I think the benefits are going to be widespread, both for the public and for government, because at the core of this executive order is a mandate to not just improve any digital services that may not be working for the public, but it's also calling for really embracing a new way of doing business by putting people at the center of everything the government does. And what that means is involving people in the design of services every step of the way. We call that human-centered design. Um, so before we even start designing a new service, we reach out to the people we're trying to serve and understand their needs and their pain points. Uh, we involve people by testing and revising solutions before they are launched. And if the federal government truly starts to do that at scale, we're going to see so many benefits. For the people, services will be easier to find, easier to understand and navigate, and they're going to be able to accomplish their tasks so much more effectively and with less frustration that we see, you know, day to day um, in today's climate. There's also, I think, a tremendous potential to um, consolidate services and really reduce the burden for the citizens to figure out which agency to go to for what. And then the last benefit that I see... Uh, for the American people is by practicing this human-centered design approach, we need to really understand the root cause for inequities. And so I'm very hopeful for also more equitable access to government services by communities and peoples who've been historically underserved or hard to reach. 
Then on the flip side, I think for the government, uh, benefits include reducing the cost of service delivery. If people can work with your online services easily, if they can self-serve, there'll be fewer phone calls. There'll be fewer people who have to return to paper processes. And if it's easier to work with the government, we're also going to improve trust in the government, which is one of the key focus areas of this executive order. Okay, so now, what are some of the challenges you see of the executive order? Uh, also a great question. One I see is just not enough resources to do the work. And that's not a challenge uh, that the federal government is facing. It's a tight labor market, and I'm sure we're all experiencing that. The second challenge is getting the right skill sets in the organization. Traditionally, teams that design and deliver digital services tend to be made up of people who have great technical expertise or a good understanding of business processes, business analysts, and so on. But we have to round that out with people who have expertise in user research, in user experience design, in digital accessibility, content strategy, plain language. So really making sure that the teams who are doing this work have diverse skill sets and experiences that they can bring to uh, any kind of digital transformation efforts. The last one I see top of mind in terms of challenges is that introducing this people-first approach, this customer-centric process, can be a new process for some of the federal agencies. So I think it's really important to signal this, not just as we're going to have to fix these things, but as a new way of doing business. So focusing on managing that change and on putting governance in place to make sure that those changes in how we do things stick over time. Very true. Now, what do you think teams and agencies should consider as they take on those ambitious commitments outlined in the executive order? There's a lot to consider and and to get ready for. And one thing to note is that the executive order is not super prescriptive in how you should go about putting people first, which I think is good because it gives flexibility. So my, my first consideration, again, is stressing that this is an organizational change and a culture change and to manage it accordingly. And we are big fans of the uh, Cotter organizational change model, and, and we use it to help uh, organizations embrace new processes and build uh, capacity. So one place to start is, a hey, get your champions in place, right? People who understand the value of listening to customers, people, uh, people who understand making decisions based on data, not just internal opinions. So get those leaders in place and, and they are going to need to champion, uh, this change. The second thing would be for those leaders to get really clear on a vision for what success for service delivery looks like. And and we sometimes have to go beyond traditional uh, success metrics for service delivery. Doing that successfully does not mean just making sure that a service is working from a functional perspective or meets the organization's business requirements. We need to round that out 
uh, to include aspects of usability and digital accessibility, right? A service is working not when it's just functioning, but when people can actually access it and understand it and get their tasks done. Then that vision needs to be communicated broadly. We need to get people on board with that and beyond just the IT teams that are actually doing the work. This is an organizational change. It means everyone has to understand what the North Star looks like and get on board with that new way of making decisions. And then I think the last consideration is that the executive order can be a little overwhelming. There's a lot in there. Um, so I would encourage agencies to start small and to get some short-term wins and metrics and show the value of involving people in the design of services and scale up from there. Well, Suzanne, this is a very important initiative. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Marianne. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.fethealthit.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated.